Golide presents Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Katie from our studio at the White Sands Hotel in North County Dublin, in Port Marnock in North County Dublin. If you happen to be around this neck of the woods, why not uh, pop into the White Sands Hotel for a bite to eat? Uh, the food, by the way, is fantastic. It really is. Uh, you can have a pint, a glass of wine, uh, enjoy the view over uh, the north of uh, Dublin Bay. It really is a fantastic uh, location. So do pop along and say hello to the staff of the White Sands Hotel and tell them I heard about your hotel on the Opinions Matter podcast. They'd be very impressed if you do that. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, we are looking for your help. We're looking for your support. What am I talking about? Well, for the very first time ever, on the 16th of September, the first Irish Podcast Awards takes place at a ceremony in Dublin. Now, the Opinions Matter podcast, which is what you're listening to now, has been shortlisted for two awards uh, already. Uh, One of the awards is the uh, Best Daily Podcast, and the other award is the Best Current Affairs Podcast. Now, we've no control over that. That is a judge's choice, and the judges will decide uh, whether we win either of those categories. But there is one final category that you can help us uh, to win, and it is the Listener's Choice Award. And what this is, is um, it's an opportunity for you to vote for the Opinions Matter Podcast. Now, I know an awful lot of you have already, but I know an awful lot of you haven't. So, if you have just two minutes to spare, would you vote for the Opinions Matter podcast? Here's what you do. You go to uh, the irishpodcastawards.ie forward slash vote. And then you uh, just search for the podcast Opinions Matter. It's as simple as that. You go to the irishpodcastawards.ie forward slash vote. Search for Opinions Matter and give us a vote. Uh, There's only one vote allowed per email address. So if you've got two or three email addresses, well, then vote two or three times. Once again, the um, website address is theirishpodcastawards.ie forward slash vote. You get onto the page, you search for Opinions Matter, and then you vote. There is one vote per email uh, address, and you will need to click the email confirmation to make sure that your vote counts. So please, if you wouldn't mind doing that for us, we'd be very grateful. Um, and fingers crossed we win at least one it of the would, awards. It would be great, wouldn't, wouldn't it? it? it really I can't would. wait for the night out, though. Yeah, it's on the 16th of wait. September, and the ceremony is in uh, Dublin City Centre. So, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward You're to gonna it. You're going to get <laughs> You're, you're all class. You know I that. forgot we're actually in the middle of the podcast. Yes, we are. We're actually on the podcast <laughs> I'm now. I'm sorry. I apologize for my lack of class and grace. <laughs> Katie is looking forward to the oh, awards Jesus. to get loco. Fantastic. <laughs> so maybe you don't want to vote for the Opinions Matter oh, Pod. No, if you could do that for us, we'd be very grateful. The Irishpodcastawards.ie forward slash vote. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? We're always telling you to get in contact with us if there is anything that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, and many of you do. In fact, more people get in contact with us on this podcast um, than ever got in contact with us when we were on the radio. So uh, that's fantastic. So keep it up. You can uh, email us, allopinionsmattershow at gmail.com. 
or you can send us a WhatsApp to 085-825-2626. Anyway, this is the message that came in to us on WhatsApp, as it happens. Hi, Opinions Matter. Can you please keep me anonymous? I was talking to my friend last night, and she told me that she and her two kids have tested positive for COVID-19. She told me that she is still sending the kids to creche, and she is still going about her life as normal. She says it's okay because, in her words, everyone is over COVID and nobody cares anymore. I just think this is such a vile attitude. COVID is still here, even if people aren't talking about it. There are still people out there who are very vulnerable. Am I on my own uh, in thinking this is disgusting? Or are people really just ignoring isolation and going around with COVID without a care in the world? And that is from somebody that wants to uh, remain anonymous. Now, Katie's here. Um, if you don't test, you can't have us. So you say that out loud? <laughs> if you don't test, you can't have it. If you don't test, you can't. Look, no, I, I, I've had COVID. I had to do the whole isolation thing. I did it, obviously. Um, it was hard, though. Like, I mean, it is hard being at home. But, you know, I was conscious of the fact that there are people out there who are high risk. But I'm over it. Now, how long ago was that? That was um, about two months ago. Okay. Um, now, my daughter at the time, and it got COVID, and so did my son, they had barely any symptoms until then my daughter got this thing called the adenovirus and ended up in hospital. So I... But, but that was nothing to do with COVID. She had COVID at the same time, so they, she had them together. Um, she only found out, but I thought it was the COVID causing the symptoms of the doctor. She said he, th- he thought it was the adenovirus, but I rang ahead to the hospital and said, look, I have COVID and my daughter's sick and there's no way I was going to go in there without, or la- have her in there without me. Um, I had to be in there. Now, thankfully, they were able to, you know, make provisions. They were able to say, right, OK, we know you've COVID. So we'll put basically a, a sign up on the door. So there was full gown ups every time they came into the room. But um, yeah, like there's some circumstances, I think, where people are just. Yeah. OK, here's the thing. Uh, COVID is obviously still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, my own mam and dad had it uh, the week before last. How are they? Um, they're both in their uh, late 70s and they were both. A little bit sick, mm. but they're vaccinated. grand. Uh, they're both vaccinated, yeah. Um, and they're grand now. Mm. So if people in that age group are not getting too sick from it, then I think we're over the worst of this thing. So I just use them as an example. In fact, uh, the, my dad and his three brothers and their wives all went on a weekend away, and most of them caught it. Mm. And most of them were in their 70s, and none of them uh, were very sick. Yeah. So uh, that's good. Yeah. So... We're, we're getting we're nearly over it but it's still there but is look, it the cold and flu is still there I think at some point isolation is going to have to be scrapped you can't spend we can't spend our lives indefinitely isolating every time we get a cold what is it, a cold you know it's people have to go to work people have appointments they have to go to people have their serious shit going on in their lives okay they- but if I was to tell you right now that I tested positive for COVID-19 this morning if you're sitting, sitting here, here right beside me how would I you feel I wouldn't give a shit she you could have a cold or a flu Oh, you really wouldn't? I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't give a curse. Should the other day I was in the car with you when we were uh, going into Classic Kits when I was working with you a couple of weeks ago and you said to me that you weren't feeling great and I said, oh, do you reckon you have COVID? I wasn't one bit concerned. I was like, but that's, I don't have an underlying con- condition. Yes. That's, that's me because I'm not at risk. Okay, but I remember at the start of COVID, you were absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah. You nearly hid under your bed. But there was so much scaremongering. It was sickening. Uh, do you remember... <laughs> Do you remember one, one of the Irish news outlets actually put up a picture of people dead in the streets and like people dropping dead from COVID? 
It was like if you walk outside your door and you you, you breathe, you were to breathe it in that you just dropped dead. There was so much fear mongering over it. And, you know, I know people have died from it and it's really, really sad. And I'm not trying to take away from the people who have died from it and, you know, how tragic it is. But people die from the flu as well. This is just another form of a cold or flu. Okay, well, we'd like to know how you feel about this. Our number is 085-825-2626. I want to read the message again uh, from one of our listeners who sent us a WhatsApp to that number, and she said, uh, I was talking to my friend last night, and she told me that she and her two kids have tested positive for COVID-19. She told me that she is still sending the kids to creche and she is still going about her life as normal. She says it's okay because, in her words, everyone is over COVID and nobody cares anymore. I just think this is such a vile attitude. COVID is still here, even if people aren't talking about it. There are still people out there who are very vulnerable. Am I on my own uh, in thinking this is disgusting? Or are people really just ignoring isolation and going around with COVID without a care in the world? Actually, Katie, just uh, on that point, Mm -hmm. uh, the other part of what you mentioned is that she's not isolating, but she's continuing to send her two kids who have also tested positive into crash. How yeah, do you I feel about I that? I don't agree with that. Kids literally share everything: mm. eating toys, sharing food. That you're, you are. They, they could bring it home to somebody who. But if is, it's only a cold, well, then what's the problem? It's only a cold to me. To somebody who's immunocompromised, it's. But then you should have an issue with her going about her daily business as well. What then you should have an issue if I'm sitting here with COVID right wh- now. What I'm saying is, is that. Two, if you're immunocompromised, yeah, it's going to affect you. It's more dangerous. But it's like the cold. It's like the flu. Actually, even in saying that, no, because it, no, when it, even when a child has a, a cold, you shouldn't be sending them to crash. If a child is sick, they shouldn't be going to crash. No, no, I agree. Whether yeah. it's COVID, whether well, it's just these a, kids from, well, I don't actually know, but I'm assuming the kids aren't so, that sick. You know, I'm not just saying that because of COVID. If a child is sick, period, they shouldn't be going into crash. But, you know, there. Why, why are we not talking about the flu that wipes out so many members of the people who are elderly or people who are immunocompromised. Why is it all the focus all on COVID? Okay, let's find out how uh, people are feeling about it now. Anne, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Anne? Hi. How are you doing? Uh, I'm actually not too good at the minute. I'm in bed with COVID at the minute. Oh, really? Oh, so you yeah. you, you are a COVID patient right now and you don't, you don't sound the best. I'm not the best. And do you know what? Can I just say one thing? I am sick listening to people saying that so many people have died with the flu. I don't know one person who has died with the flu, but I've lost count after 15 families that I know that has died with COVID. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know anybody who ever died with the flu, although it does happen. We no. have to be, we have to be yeah. clear about that. It does happen. People do oh, die no, I know. from but the flu. Personally, I don't know anybody, but yeah, I know 15 families who've lost somebody with COVID. But I tell you something, it's not just a cold for me. Jesus Christ, it's wiped me out. It's floored me. The temperature, the headaches. I've never experienced headaches like it in my life. And you know what? I'm real. My mother, there was really an argument between us today. She's 86 and I'm so concerned for her. And she's like, oh, Anne, I'm sick. Listen to you. She said, it's nearly three years. She said, you're going on a bit cold because I would be really, you know, I always try and protect her and I don't mm. go anywhere without my mask and stuff like that. And like, actually, yesterday I was supposed to have my, um, my second booster <laughs> and then I got this right. but it's like some people like some of my friends got it and were fine just a sore throat but I tell you like last night I woke up oh my god I could wring out my hair with the sweat the temperature that I had mm. yeah that's it's, awful it's that not, is awful but what, there are people who have had and I'm going to bring it back to this the flu or colds that have floored them like this it's not it's not just a COVID thing. No, 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 I agree. You people, I've had, people get I had, sick. Yeah. had COVID and now thankfully I actually literally had worse head colds. COVID I 
I've been working on those. No, I was definitely lucky. Yeah. I've never had anything like this. Yeah. Ever had anything like this. Ever. Okay, so this it, it really has floored you, and I and I can yeah. hear uh, I can hear your bark. I can hear. Um, okay, but a lot of people are now at the point of saying, generally, people aren't dying in the way in which they were before from this disease. You gone. you touch wood. Listening to you now, yeah. Anne, you'll be grand. Um, I know. Uh, as, I know. As, we, yeah. as we Irish say, you'll be grand, and by this time yeah. next week, you'll be over it. So, will, yeah. uh, are you intending to uh, isolate? until you're clear of it. Oh my God, yeah. My, I won't even let my kids into the room with me. My husband is not near me. I'm, I'm in my bedroom since Wednesday. I haven't come outside the door. Actually, I'm telling the lie, I did. I came out when they were all left the house. I put a mask on me and I went around with bleach and, you know, kind of cleaned handles, um, doors, you know, anything that I had touched. And I'm back in the room now again. Yeah, and fair, play, say, fair play to you. You're obviously very diligent, but... Well, I am. I, I, th- I don't mean to sound insulting, but I think that's nearly paranoia. Paranoia? How is it paranoia? Do you know what? Cop on to yourself. You're in the house with them, right? You're in the house with them. Chances are they were around you before you had symptoms. They're inevitably... like You can be as careful as can be. And they can still my, get my it. My husband has an illness of the brain. My daughter's just over two brain surgeries. Yeah, so maybe I am diligent. No, you are, you are diligent. Can. And I understand that, especially... I didn't know your fa- you had family members in the house who were immunocompromised. But the point I'm making is is that you could do everything, but they could already have been exposed. Because I think they're... Oh, yeah, we know that. You are contagious before you even have symptoms, aren't you? you can I be, do yeah. know that. I'm yeah. quite aware. Well, yeah. Let me ask you, Anne, um, because yeah. this is where this conversation started from. We uh, One of our listeners in contact yeah, with well, us... And her friend has COVID. She's continuing to go about her uh, her day to day life. The two kids have COVID as well, and there she's consi- she's continuing to send them to crash. What do you think of that? She has no morals. The woman has no morals. She couldn't care less about anybody, only herself. I mean, when you send your children to crash, you don't know um, if there's any illnesses or anything going on in you know the kids that are there. Those kids, the other kids, might be there might have some sort of issues going on yeah. in their lives. It makes no difference. I think she's a disgusting woman and I tell her she ought to be ashamed of herself. She should stay at home. We all, I don't want to stay at home. My my husband has a niece over from America. She was coming to our house tomorrow night for dinner. Sorry, tonight. Um, I've had to cancel that. I'm not going to be able to see the girl before she goes back to New York on Monday. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, uh, we, 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 okay, so you believe that we should all, if we, uh, and thankfully, and touch wood, there's not a lot of COVID around at the moment. It's not as rampant as yeah. it was a couple of weeks ago. The amount of people in hospital is much lower than it was yeah. six but weeks ago. Yeah, COVID is never going to go no, away. No, it's, 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 it's going to be with us. Stay. Yeah, I agree. However, um, and you believe that if people are testing positive for this uh, illness, they should continue to do what we've been asked to do, which is to isolate, yeah. stay at home until you're clear of it. I think so. Yeah, that's just. My, I'm not saying what I think is right, but but it's what you're it's what you're doing opinion. at this yeah. moment as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. as I said, my own mum and dad had it last week. Uh, I told my mum I was going to pop over mm-hmm. to her uh, regardless, and she said no, she wouldn't let me uh, pop over. But I was I was happy see, enough to pop over. The isolation them. is I I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I pass it on to an elderly person or somebody who is immunocompromised. And it, oh, Jesus, God forbid they died. Imagine living with okay, that. But, but then go back to what you said a while ago, Katie, yeah. which was, yeah, we're, we're uh, if you don't test, here, you don't know. That's what she said. Cold. Yeah, I know, but, I did have, say but that. the point is I did test and I did know and I did isolate. You've had a cold for the last oh. two weeks. You haven't but tested. I know it's not COVID. I know it's not COVID. I'm 100% sure it's not COVID. Mm. But what I'm saying is at what point then do we, um, like the cold and flu, at what point do you 
stop isolating. In in the UK, someone's just sent us that I uh, UK Orla. If, if the UK try and stay at home, if you can. They're not even telling people to stay at home anymore. They're saying if you can't stay at home, it, you know, do stay at now, home. And obviously, if you're if you're feeling shit like Anne is right now, you don't want to go out anywhere anyway. Sure, you don't, Anne. You just you feel you no, feel miserable. No, yeah, but you know what? There's no way if I was feeling kind of okay myself, there's no way I would even think of going out and going into a shop to pick up a, a thing of bread or whatever because I'd be terrified that I would pass this on to somebody else. Okay, stay there for a second, Anne. Uh, Ryan, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ryan? How's it going? Well, Ryan, well, what do you think on this? Anne is, um, has COVID as, as we're speaking to her. She doesn't sound the May West. Um, and she will not move from her home uh, while she tests positive. Isn't that what we should all be doing? COVID's done. It's, it's been shown up for it is. Mass, mass media manipulation. Panic, panic over, over science. Uh, explain what you mean by that. That, 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 what, that this was all blown out of all uh, out of proportion. Massively, and it shows how how easy it is for the media to manipulate people. Like, and they're freaking out that you might touch something and someone might catch COVID. The best cure for that would be turn off RTE. Yeah, I think don't be so bloody ridiculous. Turn off RTE, and then it's just the same shit that people are saying all the time. Oh, it's Germany when turn off RTE, RTE this, RTE that. Like it's just a load of nonsense. Seriously. Do you know how many people died? Do you know how many people died solely of COVID, then? Do I know? No, I don't. No. Do you know how many it was over two years? The CSO just released the figures last week, Central Statistics Office. Go on and like us. 183. So 91 and a half people per year. 15 of them people, isn't that mad? One person no, 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 he's saying solely, <laughs> solely of COVID with no underlying conditions. Uh, the vast majority of people uh, who died uh, with COVID had underlying uh, conditions. Had three, to four, three to four underlying conditions. Yes, and, uh, and most of the people who died had uh, underlying lung here's issues. Here's the thing, I have no doubt in my mind that people, people who were dying anyway who died with COVID was put down to COVID. Those numbers, I, I would imagine, have been exaggerated. Okay, but, 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 but uh, let me ask you Anne you don't feel that this uh, I know you said you're feeling shit uh, you sound miserable uh, but you're you're not going to die from this you're not no 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 not at all no no Grant. so well, imagine if I was a cancer patient and I had picked this up there and then I died from it so does that make it okay because I didn't solely die of COVID if you're a cancer patient that you got the flu would that go down with the flu death you said you'd never heard, never heard of anyone dying of the flu. I've never heard of... I'm 55 years old. Because there's no hysteria around the flu. Person. I've never heard of one person dying from flu. Not one. There's no hysteria. Lots of, hundreds of people, thousands of people die each year. Here. I was still here. If I knew somebody who died from um, flu... Google no. flu deaths in Ireland year yeah. on year. It's in the thousands, Anne. It's in the thousands oh, every I'm single not, year. I'm not saying there's not. I'm what I'm saying. All she said was well, she's she uh, has never know known of anybody to die from it. Okay, uh, 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 Ryan. Ryan, let me ask you the question then. Um, uh, this lady who contacted us is annoyed that her friend is continuing to go about her life. Uh, her kids are still going to crash. Uh, all of them have tested positive for COVID, and she's outraged that she's continuing to send the kids to crash and go about her daily life. What do you think of that? Well, that she's one of these chicken littles that's scared of her life of something that's not that's pretty much harmless to, to the vast majority of the population. Stay under her bed. Lock the door. Stay under the bed. <laughs> Wait for COVID to pass. Anybody who says that there was no scaremongering in this, there was, Adrian. You know there was. There was a huge amount of scaremongering about COVID. Now, COVID is, I know to some people, it is very serious, but there was. Like, did you see the hospitals? 
Did you see the hospitals? And did I did see the hospitals. But at the start of this, at the start of this, there was there was reports being made that were absolutely bizarre, like the one I mentioned earlier on, nearly that people were dropping dead on the side of the road from it. It's not scaremongering. It's not scaremongering. There was hospitals everywhere around. Sorry, there was there was never any mainstream media reporting that people were dropping dead on the street, Katie. I remember. No, 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 no. I remember it was one of the Irish news outlets posted a picture allegedly from China about this killer virus before it was named COVID nineteen. Right, right, right. At the very, very start. Okay, and we knew nothing about it. COVID is serious. Nobody's taking that. Well, it's serious if you're immunocompromised and you can't fight it. But no, nobody's taking that away. But the survival rate, thankfully, is very high for COVID nineteen. Sorry, another thing there, just about COVID. We were told the vaccination rate had to be at eighty percent to get herd immunity, and it was so important that everyone gets vaccinated. You couldn't go to the pub, you couldn't go to a restaurant. They've taken Ukraine's of fifteen percent, but now we're open doors and everyone come on in, help the Ukrainians. There's no oh, you better get vaccinated for them. That seems to have just dissipated. Hmm. Yeah, no, 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 against I, Ukrainians, but no, 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 public health voice was so adamant. Why is it element for everyone now? This this is taken over from COVID, and it's not important anymore. Okay, now one of it's one of the arguments uh, here is that we would have had a much higher death rate in Ireland had we not gone through uh, lockdowns, kept people away from each other, stopped the virus spreading at a time when we didn't have any vaccines. Uh, our death rate would have been astronomically high had we not all stayed at home in our houses. Sweden blew that out of the water. Mm-hmm. They didn't lock down. They didn't socially. They socially distanced, but they, they didn't lock down. Yeah. And their figures went to. No, no, no. Sorry, yeah, but their death rate was yeah. higher than anywhere else in Europe. Yeah. It was. Yeah, but they they have a lot older population. Doesn't Ireland matter. They, the they're, they're, population they're, in their death rate was still the highest in Europe uh, because of their approach. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, at the start of all but this, that doesn't matter. Well, it, if older people are, are, are affected by it a lot more than young people, so just sacrifice older people. Well, don't twist what he's saying. That's not what he's saying. He, I think John, what you, I think what, you, correct Ryan, me if I'm Ryan. wrong, or sorry, I'm Ryan, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what he's trying to say is that we can't just go forward indefinitely, being in or not lockdowns, but in isolation. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not, point, I'm not disagreeing. I've already said, I, I think I may have had COVID. Uh, I didn't test for it, mm-hmm. so I could have been spreading it around the place. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. So I'm, you know, I'm blissfully unaware as to whether I did or not. Um, but the question we're asking is, do you believe that people should continue to isolate when they have it? Uh, Anne is and won't, uh, Anne, you won't leave your house until you test negative. No, definitely well, 100%. When I had no. COVID, I got a call from the guy in the HSE because um, I, I obviously went I went and I did the swab and I got a call and he said you can test positive for up to four weeks after. So he said once you do your 10 days, you can, you're definitely no longer contagious. You can leave after 10 days. And he yeah. said it could be, you could be testing positive just to let you know for four weeks because apparently then... Well, obviously I won't be. I'm going to Spain next week. As a matter of interest, Anne, are you going to Spain even if you test positive the morning you're going? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't. My family will go and I will follow out. Right, okay. Well, I'm hoping because I will be like 14 days by the time I do go, you know? Okay, let me, uh, John, uh, Ryan, let me just ask you before I let you go. um, Do you believe that people should, even if they test positive for COVID, just uh, continue with their lives? Uh, Kids going to crash, children going to school, and um, not bothering to stay at home? Yeah, pretty much. Let's just get back to normal. Unless you're unless you're floored, unless you're particularly sick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without underlying conditions, ninety well, the ninety point ninety point five people die each year. Thirteen hundred people a year die from air pollution, mm. cars, buses. Are people going to stop driving? 
No, 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 that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Do me a favour. Stay there for one second if you can, please, um, Ryan. And, um, sorry. As a matter of interest, what is the survival... I'm just looking it up here. What is the survival rate for COVID? It's very high now because we have vaccines. But even it's very high now because vaccine, so it was still quite high, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 it was. But As it's even higher interest, now. Are you going to get your booster? Not at the moment. No, are you I'm actually it, eligible for it today. Oh, but I'm why are you not, not getting get, it at the moment? Because there's no COVID around at the moment. Ah, so you're going to keep it in the bank for when things yeah. the shit hits the fan. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I'm going to let you go, but I really appreciate you talking to us. And no I hope worries. I hope you uh, fully recover. You will fully recover. You'll be grand. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about it. It's just, and, to be honest, it's just not nice. It really is. I feel bloody lousy. Yeah, you, and, uh, yeah and you sounded, I have to say. Uh, but Ooh. you'll be grand, as we Irish say, oh, yeah, and um, hopefully you'll get on that plane and uh, head off to Spain <laughs> in your holidays, and it'll be great. Great to talk to you, Anne. Thanks okay, very much, okay, Steve. Thanks. Anne is not leaving her home while she has uh, COVID. This is Ashley. Yes, people are tired of having to hear of COVID. But Katie, you were wrong when you say it's just a cold. To some people it is, but to others, it's a life-threatening disease. Opinions Matter with Adrian Kennedy. Ellie, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Ellie? I am good, too. Uh, Good, thanks, Ellie. Uh, Well, what did you want to say on this? Uh, Do you think it is disgraceful when you hear of a mother and two children not isolating, continuing to go to creche, continuing life as normal? I think it's scary. It's scary? Um, What's scary about it? Like, I know everyone is saying COVID's basically gone, but um, to not... To know that usually when you stand beside someone, you assume they don't have COVID. But when you're standing beside somebody who definitely has it and is willing to spread it to somebody who could be immunocompromised, you know, I think it's I think it's scary. I think the fact that people are losing the context of it, you know. So when you hear of this particular lady who uh, has tested positive, she's gone about her life. She's got uh, two kids that are in creche. She's continuing to send them to creche and get on with their lives. I'm assuming none of the three of them is particularly sick. So they, uh, not like Anne, Anne, uh, God love her, she sounded awful. Um, You think it is scary that people could do that and get on with their lives? Yeah, because... As I said in my message, um, my uncle was, was fine. He There was nothing wrong with him. He was a motorcycle-loving, football-lover, lived life to the full, just became a granddad and got COVID and a couple of weeks later got, I don't know the name of the disease that you can get, but he was paralysed. He had to have a tracheoc. To me, is that... Yes, it's exactly after me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was in ICU for months. Um, thought he, he was, you know, everyone around him was dying. Um, he has to learn to walk, talk, everything again because of this. And he was fine. So immunocompromised or not, it's scary. Now, that scariness isn't as scary as it may have been uh, two years ago. And what I mean by that is people aren't getting uh, as sick as they were at the start of this. We're, we're better armed now. We're more yes, educated. That's the point we I'm trying to vaccines. make. That's the point I'm trying to make. So this <clears throat> scary nature of it, we were all a bit scared when this all started because we knew nothing about it. I we was were, terrified. Yeah, Katie was, was one that was absolutely terrified. 
Um, oh, yeah, me too. Okay, but uh, uh, listening to you, you're still scared of it. I am. Like, I've had it, and it, it wasn't nice because I have underlying issues, and I spent the, a week on the couch coughing and choking, and I, I ended up in the hospital, but it turned out to be for other reasons, but I thought I was over COVID. I had an ambulance called, and... Because obviously I had COVID, so my partner had COVID and we couldn't go to the hospital normally. And um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. Okay, so listening to you talk, uh, Ellie, you are still scared of this thing. You obviously believe yeah, like, that if you were to catch it again, it could knock you even harder. I wouldn't be too... After having it and being okay as I was, like, I, I was... I was sick, but um, it wasn't what I was expecting because there was a lot of scaremongering going on at the very beginning. But it still it can cause issues that you can't even imagine. So when you okay, so when you hear of people going about their uh, their day to day lives, some some people not bothering their arse even testing because uh, they they might imagine that a lot of people yeah they might have have flu flu like symptoms and they just don't bother testing, or people who actually did test do know they have it and are continuing to go about their lives. You think that is scary? Yeah. I knew smack them. Uh, Ryan, what, what would you say to that? It is scary that people might be going about their uh, their lives. If you're not scared, stay under the bed. Stay there, we'll give you a shout when COVID's gone. No, I'm living my life. I'm doing the things that, you know, I'm, I'm washing my hands, I'm wearing my mask, you know, like I'm looking after myself, but I'm not hiding under the bed scared of it. But you you did you did describe the notion of people going around about their daily business, sending kids to crash with COVID. You said that is scary. It's scary that somebody doesn't take into account that they could harm somebody else. Okay, Ryan, what do you, what do you say to that? That uh, people who choose to go about their lives are being selfish um, in uh, the risk of of spreading this disease to people who may get very, very sick from it. Well, looking at the road death statistics, it's scary the amount of people that are hurt on the road. So I'm going to lock up my car now. I'm never going to drive it again because it's scary the amount of deaths on roads mm. and, and, and accidents and stuff. And and your point scary. being, we, we, we all still take that there's chance every time we get into a car. Yeah, it's a risk crossing the road. You still deal with it. Yeah, but don't you put your seatbelt on? Sometimes. Well, I would hope you could put My seatbelt's not good to a cycle. And I hope you don't drink and drive. But this woman is not wearing her seatbelt, having a drink and going for a ride and speeding. Well, that's a that's a very mixed up metaphor. It is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're 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 sitting here looking a little bit confused. So, uh, okay, uh, Ellie, um, your message then for anybody listening to us right now who, uh, like Anne, a couple of minutes ago, has COVID nineteen and uh, is continuing to go about their life. Anne isn't; she's staying at home. Uh, but for people who are continuing to go about their lives, what do you say to those people? Yes. Please think of the other people around you. Think of the other people around you. Like, I would hate for my my dad to come in contact with that woman. They're like, you know, like people who are, like, my dad would be very, you know, compromised. And I would hate for him to come in contact with her. So just think of the people that you could affect. Okay, so 
uh, you're pleading with people to continue to isolate if they uh, have this con- if they have COVID. Yeah, go about your daily life when you're when you're well. No, but a lot of a lot of people who have it are quite well. Thanks very much. What about people who are walking around don't know, but they don't know they have it? Yeah, and there's uh, quite a lot. lot, There's a lot of that. You can't really blame somebody for that, like. No, no. In 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 the case we're talking about, this woman knows she has it because she tested for it. Then my question is: At what point do we let normality resume and get rid of isolation? Because as I said, it can't go on indefinitely. People have jobs to do the places to be the things you know they've things to do what, what, what point do you say you know enough we spent three well, years for some people like, like the lady that we heard about they um, this can't go on they forever. have said enough do you agree with that Ellie that this can't go on forever people isolating for uh, five no, or six probably, or seven days it probably can't it, it probably can't because the economy is going to crash but and people are going to get extremely fed up and it, that's what's happening. That woman's extremely fed up and doesn't doesn't want to stay at home. And but I just I I wish she, I wish you could. I wish you could stay at home. It's an illness that you need to stay at home for. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. John, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, John? How are you doing, Adrian? How are you? I'm good, thanks, Sean. Um, you've heard Ellie describe that it is scary to think that there are people choosing to go about their lives knowing full well they have COVID. What do you say on this? Well, some people don't have any option, Adrian. Um, all through COVID, I had to walk. Um, and I believe I did have COVID because I was absolutely in bits. But I had to get into the car, I had to do my job, and, and that was the way it was. And that was just the way it, you know, it had to be done because I wasn't entitled to that uh, payment that everybody else was getting. So, um, you know, I had to do what I had to do. Um, you know, and I do know that I had COVID because I was sick as a dog. Um, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, because I, I I vaguely remember you telling me this before, during COVID you were a delivery driver, is that right? I actually still am. <laughs> okay, you still are. So you were uh, going about your daily business during lockdowns, yep, yep. knowing f- full well, even though you didn't test for it, that you had COVID knocking on people's doors. Yeah, sure. How would you say, how would everybody get their food out? And I said that to you. How was anybody going to get their food? And, and business was booming at that time. I was not going to miss one day of that. I made more money over COVID than I, I probably ever will in fucking six, seven years' time. Um, my money was made all over COVID. Every, um, um, no, but, every uh, uh, but uh, sorry, John, the, the, the point I'm making to you is that at, uh, we're having a conversation about whether people should isolate now. Uh, you didn't, even at the height of the pandemic, and you were knocking on people's doors saying, how are you? Here's your bag of chips. Oh, there's your pizza. Good luck. See you later. You know, not a bother. I'll leave it on the car. i leave it where you want. I'll leave it on the roof of the cars and the wheelie bins, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I wasn't going in having a cup of tea with them, Asia. Um, and I said that to you. And Jeremy Sorry, and was this pre-vaccination? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this Jesus is the height of COVID. Christ. And see them, see them, see them actually, uh, vaccinations as well, guys. I need to point out, me and my family went for vaccinations. We never will. Now, my mother and father went for vaccinations and they look at like yourself there. They're, they're getting, I think my mom said to me there a few weeks ago and she got a booster again. 
she's had COVID three times. My dad has had it twice. And they're vaccinated up to the second. Okay, but, yeah, but I, I, I would argue with you, John, that they are still here. They're still here. They're not dead. You know what the thing about is, Adrian? You know, they're, they're, they're in here. They're after the vaccinations as well. Okay, but, uh, well my, my own mum and dad had it uh, last week. And thankfully, need, and they're both in their late 70s, and neither of them was very sick. They were a little bit sick, but they weren't uh, floored by it, and they are now back to normal. I believe, in my heart and soul, that that is because the vaccines are stopping people getting very sick. Oh, it's no... Look, you can't... It is science. They, they obviously are working. The only... What it pisses me off, it's, it's, it's a rant I go on, is how it was handled, that, you know, get vaccinated or you're not allowed inside, like treating people like okay, leopards. Okay, like crying over no, spilled no, milk now. But it doesn't matter. It's that... Attitude, it's you know, still, yeah, but that's, I, that's the reason I got vaccinated. Which, well, people um, have to go and do their own, they have to live their lives. Okay, so, yeah, so yes, John, so the, the, the question that we're asking is um, do you have any issue with a woman and her two kids testing no. positive for COVID, getting on with their lives, the kids going not to crash and everything else? Not at all. My kids went out to play, and my kids were, you know, doing their thing. They doing their thing. I never, ever said once to my uh, two kids. Uh, listen, you can't be going there, you can't be going there, you have to stay in this house. Jesus, no. No, no. But, uh, did they have COVID? Uh, they went well, I presume they did. Okay, so you never you never got them tested, so they uh, they no, were they no, were no, around the streets. Well. Okay, so uh, in answer to my question, you don't see any difference uh, now uh, with people getting on with their lives compared to when you were getting on with your life at the height no. of the pandemic? No, not one thing. I'm well, well over now and... Well, over back then, even everybody was scaremongered, as Katie says, and as what everybody said, they were shit. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying that COVID wasn't serious to people; it was, but there was a whole lot of scaremongering. There was a whole lot of that shit going on. Okay, stay there for one second, John. He got on with his life even at the height of the pandemic. Can I tell you, though, Katie, at the height of the pandemic, if if we'd have spoken to John and he'd have said that, you'd have been horrified. Yeah, you'd called for that man to be arrested. Yeah. So what's changed? Vaccinations. Oh, okay. Like someone commented there, uh, Rosa Byrne, Katie, what are you on about pre-vaccination? You just said you wouldn't get your booster. What's the difference? The difference is during the height pre-vaccination, nobody was vaccinated. I've gotten my vaccination now and everybody's, most people have had their vaccination. Everybody's caught up. And most people have had COVID as well. Exactly. So there is a massive difference in me getting the booster. I, I have no interest in getting the booster. Okay, let me go to uh, Paul. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Paul? Uh, good, good. Thanks, how are you? Now, yeah, good, thanks, Paul. What did you want to say on this? Uh, do you th- have any issue with a mammy and two kids not isolating even though they know they have COVID? Uh, no, not really, because like there's different degrees of it, you know. Like some of them, some people don't obviously suffer too much with it, but in general, most kids are all right with it. And as Katie said earlier, they don't test you, don't really know. Like your kid could have the sniffles, just a cold. They're hardly going to be testing every time the kid has a cold. Like throughout the winter, are constantly, you know, snotty and all that. So hmm. just have to start it on with them. Do you know, it's more likely your kids will have symptoms from it. My kids are just over head cold and the symptoms were way worse than they were when they had COVID. Like my son had COVID yeah. and the only thing he had was a fever for a few hours and then he was grand. Like kids generally aren't getting sick from COVID, thankfully. Yeah, and there's a lot of other things that are more of viruses. You have flus, colds, you have stomach bugs go around. So at what stage you start stopping them from going to the school? At that stage, you're not going to be going in over the winter because it's just like literally a revolving door of sickness throughout the winter with kids. You generally, you know. Okay, but it, 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 the worry is, and this is something that was said a couple of minutes ago, that if you continue about your life and you spread COVID to other people uh, and they bring it home to a vulnerable elderly person, then you're responsible for that. 
Uh, not really. The people have to look after their own responsibility. Like, you know, we're not responsible for everyone else's safety. If you're, if you're in that position, you should probably go get vaccinated. You should probably watch where yeah, you, you go. Probably, like, but, you probably are vaccinated, but you still don't want to get it. Yeah, nobody wants to get it. Nobody wants to get a cold or a flu or anything else as well. But you want to go out and live in the world at the same time. Is, you know what I mean? Why is COVID treated so differently from every other illness? Why? Like, it, it was a fear mongering that was brought on. I do like, agree, yeah. Start, Leo, Leo Radcar said at the start, even with lockdowns, be tens of thousands of people will die. It's not even got to that level at all. Like, you know, there was late, late misinformation spread about from the government at the start. Mm-hmm. Like, like the debt rates were so high, it turns out it wasn't, you know, that's all right. Okay, so. but at, at the very start, we didn't know anything about this thing. We didn't. And that's the fact. Uh, we now know an awful lot more. Yeah, so, I would okay. agree with that, yeah. Okay, so uh, as far as you're concerned, uh, a mother sending her kids to crash uh, with COVID, uh, a mother going about her daily life with COVID, you don't have any issue with that at all, uh, it, no matter who they may spread it to. No, it's coming to work with COVID. It's coming to work, like, you know, classes orders, like, and a couple of other lads got it, none of us are bad. So, you know, that's all we cracked on. If you're at sick days off sick and time off sick all the time, every time you have a sniffles, like, nothing's going to get done. And as well, if people don't get paid and they're not in work, they're hardly going to be taking time off, you know, that's okay, all. Okay, so, so even if you tested positive but you weren't too sick you would you would continue to go about your your life I have done yeah yeah I've done that a couple of months ago yeah I'm a test positive oh sorry you actually did do that yeah yeah I went into work as well yeah. and did you tell anyone in work yeah yeah I told them test positive um, I had no symptoms so the boss was asking to come in I came in and now I had an issue with it. and did you keep yourself to yourself or did you just act normally <laughs> The job is very distant from other people as it is, so just act normally, really, yeah. Okay, and 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 do you you obviously believe that this uh, requirement for us to isolate is a complete waste of time now. That people don't shouldn't need to be uh, be expected to do it. Who's going to pay all the wasted days off? Then if you have to isolate for a week, you don't get paid, and you're off. Like you know. Especially now with the economy getting worse, things are getting tight for people. People can't afford to take it off. Same with kids. If you take your kids out of crash, who's looking after them? You're going to have to take time off work, you know. Mm. It's not good financially. It's not good for your career if you're always out sick as well. So, you know. All right, good, to, good to talk to you, Paul. Thanks very much indeed. 085-825-2626. One of our uh, listeners, Trassa, sent us a message, Katie, and asks... Katie, what has changed with your attitude towards COVID now? It was completely different in the height of the lockdowns. And it was. She just asked me a question and answered it. No, your attitude uh, has completely changed. Yes, completely. She's asking why. What what has changed with your attitude? Well, first of all, there was, as um, the previous caller said, there was a lot of scaremongering at the start, instilling fear into people, making it think like this was the apocalypse. Um, the second thing is now we've vaccinations. Uh, we're educated on it. The third thing is, you know, it's been two and a half years. How much more of our lives are we going to let this take over? At some point, you have to live again. You have to say, do you know what? I'm not going to hide in my bedroom because I'm terrified of some you know, type of flu, because that's what I do. It is a form of the flu. It is a form of the flu that may or may not kill me. Like, I mean, that's if that's the case, I'll never cross the road again. I'll never drive again. Do you know what I mean? You, anything could happen wherever you go. You can't Is this because you've had it and it wasn't that bad? No, because even before I had it, I was done with it. I was done with this. Now, you have to remember, though, right? There was a lot of scaremongering. The hour, an hour after I took the pregnancy test that told me I was pregnant on my daughter, who's now 19 months, the World Health Organization upgraded De- declared the pandemic. Yeah. Pandemic. So I was in 
the very early stages of pregnancy, my hormones are all over the place. Well, and obviously when you're pregnant and you're hearing there's this, you know, thing going around that's so dangerous, you're thinking, well, what are the implications going to be for me and my baby? Is it, is it the fact that I'm pregnant going to mean that if I get it, I'm going to be more sick because my immune system is already putting so much into growing my baby. Um, so there, so much has changed since then. And, and apart from, you know, the facts I've just said, I'm just simply over it. Life must go on. Okay, we've more in a sec. Opinions matter with Adrian Kennedy. Now, Magella, you're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Magella. Hi, Jeremy. How are you? Uh, well, it's Adrian, but that's okay. I don't mind. I've been called worse. Well, I haven't really been called worse no, than Jeremy. No, there is no worse than being called Jeremy. No. Well, what a vile thing. Get off the line. <laughs> Stand. I'm only joking. Go on, Magella. What do you want to say on this? Well, well, firstly, I suppose I have two views on it. And, you know, I myself am waiting for a major double transplant, so therefore I'm very vulnerable. And um, so I just cannot understand that people would go out knowing that they could potentially hurt somebody. Well, maybe, you know, I saw my mother, where somebody gave my mother COVID, and um, she, she had been in hospital and picked it up in hospital, and she nearly died, and she's on 100% oxygen. She did clear COVID, but she died 12 weeks later, and what she went through for those 12 weeks was horrendous. And I've got photographs every single day where the hospital would send me of what my mother endured at that time. So maybe I'm thinking, you know, um, my mother would be two years gone in October. So I do appreciate the COVID was worth at that time. But I just cannot get my head around if you've got something that you could potentially hurt somebody, that you would risk it. You know, they all have a duty of care to people. Like if you see somebody, if you see a child going across the road in front of a car, you're going to roar, you're going to shout, you're going to try and stop them. So why do people go out if they could potentially hurt somebody uh, for the sake of... Okay, well, one, one of the arguments that I heard a couple of minutes ago, and it's a recent argument, um, this year, for example, here in Ireland, uh, the death rate on Irish roads uh, is the highest it's been for years. Okay, the amount of people being killed on Irish roads is higher now than it's been in many, many years. Now, I will get into my car and drive home when I'm finished here today. Yeah. Katie will do the same thing. You probably do the same thing yourself, Magella. We still, the point being, we take that risk. Yeah, but like if you like if you know you have COVID and you go out, there is however small the risk is that you're going to hurt somebody. That's the same as saying I'm going to go to the pub tonight and I'm going to think I'm going to have four pints and then I get into my car and drive home because the likelihood that I'm going to meet anybody in a quiet road is very very slim. Hey, John, are you still there? I am indeed. I John, do. what do you I say did. to that? That it is it, it, it is irresponsible to go out with this disease knowing that you could hurt somebody. Not at all. You see, the way I see this is, Adrian, and the way I look at this, and the way should this girl should see this too, you can't hide from COVID. You can't. There was no, you can hide all you want in your attic and stay there for the rest of your life, but probably you won't catch it. That's a stupid thing to say. But there was no hiding from this. Everybody got it. I, well, I, anybody that I knew got it. And it either... I don't know anybody that died from it in fairness no I don't uh, but they were really ill of it um, so me going doing my daily business and, and going doing what I was doing and, and, and having to do what I had to do I didn't I don't see doing any, I didn't do anything wrong on anyone I was carrying on with my life. Well, well again, John, this was at the height of the pandemic before people before people care. were vaccinated and you were going about your daily business. I don't care. People are still, it doesn't matter. People were still going to get it, no matter what way it was going to work. You know, like, you think about it, there was guarantee everywhere. You know, you think about that. They had to go out and do what they had to do. So, 
before every game, I had to do. I had to go. I know, but, uh, but people were expected to stay at home if they uh, tested positive. Oh, no, no, when I wasn't, and I couldn't stay at home. I needed money, and I was, you know, what, what, what was I going to live on? I wasn't getting that. I wasn't getting that uh, to, to, to payment that everybody got. Okay, so, uh, Magella, Magella, what do you say to that? Here's a man who, uh, firstly, during the height of the pandemic, before anybody was vaccinated, went about his daily life with COVID, and would do the same thing again. Yeah, it's somebody like you know, somebody like John who killed my mother. It's somebody like John that killed people because we went along the medicine in a shop. You you would touch something in a shop, so somebody else comes in and touches it, and they go and get COVID. Paranoid, yeah, paranoid. In a shop. Oh Jesus! I tell you, are you want to be as are you? They can touch a product there. Someone's gonna get you know. That's bullshit as well. Everybody, you know, that is absolute bullshit. If I've ever heard this, you actually think you catch COVID from a pod- product or a box or, or something that you pick up in a supermarket? Is that what you were telling me? What if somebody has COVID and they they sneeze on their hand and they cough and they touch it? They, obviously, somebody else comes along and they're vulnerable. Are you are you one of them cartons there that they seen in the supermarket there that are bleaching or products? Look, you're talking nonsense. Like, can you go? When you watch somebody who's vulnerable or somebody you care about gets COVID and dies, then you'll know about it. You're talking bullshit. Nobody caught COVID off a packet. Get your shit together. Literally, cop on to yourself. No, but you need to go and and just give your little head a little bit of a wobble because that's nonsense. I didn't get vaccinated and I'm still talking to you. How is that then if it's nonsense? How is my family still alive and I didn't get vaccinated? They're all still fine to me. They're all still walking around. And is every single family in the country the same? No, there's lots of families grieving. If you're afraid of something that you're going to catch, that you mightn't catch it, you might catch it. I caught it myself. It didn't kill me. Uh, yeah, it knocked me for six. You still have to get on with it. You know, it's an if. An if, if, if. Everything is an if. As what Adrian says, get into your car tonight, you might be brown bread tonight. You know, that's just the way it goes. We all take these risks in life. And it's as simple as that. And that's the way life works, unfortunately. My son, my daughter, walk out of a fucking bus now in the next hour. And I get a phone call. And I, 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 I am... So, you, uh, so, you, so it, your point is, John, life is full of risks. Is that it? Of course. Oh, Jesus Christ, for living, Adrian. No, I know. Mean, obviously, life's for living. Is, isn't that why Magella is so annoyed that life is for living and she thinks people shouldn't be irresponsibly potentially spreading uh, an illness that could kill? Not at all. Not at all. Get on with your life. Get the fuck out of the house. Get on with your life and keep living it. I lived it. I done it. You know, and none of my family are dead. None of mine are dead. Thank so God. Thank God and all don't that. Don't forget, you know, I'm not, I'm, what John did, you know, I'm not saying what he did is okay, but don't forget, like, we are currently in a crisis as well, the cost of living. Do you know how much it costs people, people who have mortgages and kids? Well, and no, that, that's, uh, that is the point days. that John has made. That is the point that, uh, that John yeah. has made. Uh, Magella, let me just come back to you again, uh, because this conversation started uh, over a woman who, with two kids, is getting on with life. The kids are still going to crash. They've all got covid uh, obviously, none of them are particularly uh, sick. Um, do you not re- uh, believe that we have to get to a stage that that is what we all do? I think, I have to say, I think that the government handled COVID very, very badly. And I think the country was let crash uh, as a consequence as to how it was handled. I do think that everybody in that crash needs to know that there is uh, two people who have COVID because they go home and it's not just elderly people that get COVID and are at risk of COVID. I'm at risk. So if they need to know, you know, little Johnny or Mary was a... Um, is could potentially come in and um, bring an illness in that's going to hurt okay, but, but, but the reality of it is this woman hasn't told anybody. Uh, she told her friend, but she clearly hasn't told the creche because the creche wouldn't uh, want the kids there. Uh, y- y- the point being that, do we not have to get to the stage that 
people make that choice for themselves unless they happen to be very sick and they don't want to go out because they're floored by this thing? If it were to come to that point, surely you have an obligation to let others know that you're going to be in their company today and that you have COVID. Okay, John, that's a fair point. John, if you are going about your life, uh, you should, there is an obligation on you to at least tell people that you have the... I don't have any obligation to tell anybody anything. So say, for example, I'm sitting here in this studio with, uh, with Katie and say, yeah, say I tested positive this morning for uh, COVID. Do you not think I have an obligation to, to tell her? I'm sitting right opposite her. As she said, she doesn't give a shit. But if you did tell her, you did tell her. Uh, you know, that, that was your business, Adrian. Now, okay, I, would, uh, sorry, uh, I wouldn't uh, care if you didn't tell me. Magella, do you think I have an obligation to tell her she's sitting right opposite me here if, if I tested positive this morning? Well, I do, because you don't know who she's going home to. Is there somebody sick going to go? Is she going to go into a hospital tonight and visit somebody in a cancer yeah, ward? Or is she, she going, is, you she know? make a good point in that sense where I wouldn't care, but... Yeah, it, 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 I can see, I, I can actually see where I'm saying, you know, I wouldn't care. I can see both sides. It's where I would carry it to. That's exactly yeah, Magella's exactly. point. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. Magella's point. So therefore, um, you, you're you now agreeing that we should isolate. That I should oh, have no, stayed. No, no, I if I, I tested isolate. positive no, this morning. No, no, I did isolate. I did isolate. It, you know, I know you is, did. But uh, no, okay, say I tested positive this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling grand, yeah. just like I am. Uh, do you think I should have stayed at home? Well, yeah, because that's what people are being asked to do. I think, you know, we have to... So isolate, now, but at, no, but no, but what I'm saying... This is a complete 360-degree no, turn you're after making. Point, at some point, this, they are going to have to say... You said at the start of this podcast, we're at that point. We're at that point where you don't yeah, give a shit anymore. Yeah, but the point anymore. is they're still asking people to isolate. At, the, at this very moment, the rule is still that you isolate. And until that changes... But you said just, at the start of this podcast... Nah, I'm over it. Forget I about it. it. Uh, no need to isolate. Would, Get on with your life. As I said at the start of this podcast, I also isolated when I was asked to because I didn't want to give it to someone else and make someone else really sick. Or it, I felt guilt. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I'm a rule follower, Adrian. I follow the rules. That's it. Like I, I do think at some point, though, you have to say you can't isolate forever. But like that, if you had COVID now, I wouldn't care. But I get Magella's point that I could be bringing it to somebody else. Mm. But if you text me tonight and say, oh, by the way, meant to tell you, test positive for COVID tomorrow and totally slipped my mind, I- I'd laugh. All right. Fascinating conversation. There are, as you could hear on this latest Opinions Matter podcast, there are many people who are still genuinely worried and scared about uh, COVID-19. That's what I heard today from a I'm lot surprised. of people. I'm actually yeah. really surprised there's still the level of fear over it. All you have to do is, still is yeah. look at the amount of people that are continuing to wear face masks, for example, in shops. There I are still, at all. I saw four or five people yesterday. Really? Yep. Yeah, I yeah, haven't yeah. seen, I can't remember the last time I saw somebody wearing a face mask. Anyway, that's it from this latest Opinions Matter podcast. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please hit subscribe or follow and you'll be notified the next time we upload a new podcast. If you listen on Spotify, just click on the little bell icon and every time we upload a new podcast, you'll get a little notification to say new podcast available. Uh, And if you enjoy the podcast, please share it on your own social media channels and let others know that Adrian and Jeremy and Katie are uh, knocking around every day of the week with Opinions Matter. Thanks very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Opinions Matter. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.